Welcome to the Red Pill Plus Podcast. And we're now doing News Plus Sports. There's no orange man bad, war good, uniparty mantra here. Red Pill Plus. Red Pill Plus. Sports Plus News. Done right. Please, please, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And we are so thankful that you have joined the Red Pill Plus podcast on this, uh, was this 28th? 28th or 29th? Something like that. And tonight we're going to be talking about there are no coincidences. We're going to be talking about the correlation between John F. Kennedy between Richard M. Nixon, between Ronald Reagan and Donald J. Trump. And so we're going to be talking about uh, all four of these, their affinity for America and America first, and how it is no coincidence that uh, they probably were the most maligned, uh, attacked, uh, and in the case of John F. Kennedy Jr., or John F. Kennedy, they were actually martyred uh, because of their love for America and uh, basically for putting America first. And so that's what America first gets you. If anybody can attest to that, that would be one Donald J. Trump. Uh, hope you had a wonderful, wonderful uh, Christmas and hope everything you got everything that you uh, were hoping to get. I, I don't know about me, but I mean about you, but as far as I go, I, I just, I don't know, I Christmas, I love Christmas for the kids, I love it for the grandkids, but as far as, uh, I don't need anything, and I'm not wealthy, I just, I have nothing that I need, I guess first world problems, right, uh, but but anyway, I'm, uh, I'm, I hope everything went well for you, I hope you had a great Christmas, and actually Christmas probably is more meaningful to me now than it actually has ever been, which is kind of ironic. But it is. It's. Uh, I, I enjoy it uh, now, probably more than ever. Uh, but I've been thinking about this uh, this whole thing with Kennedy, Nixon, Reagan, and Trump for a while, and uh, it dawned on me the other day. It just it just kind of just I don't know occurred to me. I'm not sure if it was an epiphany or or what you would call it. But I was thinking, okay, you had uh, JFK was assassinated. You had uh, Nixon was ran out of office. He actually was not impeached. A lot of people talk about his impeachment. He was actually never impeached, but he was. Uh, he did resign before he could be impeached and didn't want to uh, risk that. Um, and then you have Donald Trump's been impeached, what, lost count two or three times, and uh, that goes without saying. Ronald Reagan was uh, came within just, 
a hair's breadth of, of dying uh, from an assassination, assassination attempt. Uh, and so, you know, you, you can talk about how that, uh, that Ronald Reagan was, it was, oh, and by the way, Richard M. Nixon, what you may or may not be aware of, but the same man that shot George Wallace back in the 60s, uh, Bremer, I believe was his name, B-R-E-M-E-R, I think I want to say it was John, but I could be wrong, maybe George, but last name Bremer. Um, actually, they found plans where he was going to shoot um, Reagan as well. He had plans, or rather Nixon. He had plans to shoot Nixon as well uh, as as George Wallace. So, uh, and as, you know, with Jack Ruby and Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, we know that uh, these crazed lone gunmen are typically not crazed long uh, gunmen, but uh, that's just me. So what I would like to do tonight, uh, and again, thank you for joining. Thank you for uh, a wonderful year with Red Pill Plus. We started out as Red Pill Sports. We've kind of moved to Red Pill Plus, which we do sports and news. We've got some great things coming in 2024. Uh, we're going to be adding a uh, more of a faith-based show. Uh, it's going to be the Red Pill Pastor, and I'm going to be hosting that. It's going to be strictly kind of question and answering. Uh, you can you can uh, join us and ask questions. And if you don't have a pastor, you will have one in 2024 because you can have a Red Pill Pastor, and I'll be the be the Red Pill Pastor podcast. If that's not a tongue twister, there's not one. Uh, question that I put on X today, uh, this is quite a departure from pastoring, but uh, what is the fav- your favorite detective series? Uh, Sherlock, uh, Bosch, uh, which is a real popular one on Prime, or some other uh, detective show, maybe way back, Magnum, or uh, I-, I liked Jim Garner in Rockford Files. He was uh, James Garner. It was always... Enjoyed him, Mannix. I love Mannix. Um, Hawaii Five-O, the old one, the new one. Uh, I, I don't know that I've seen one of those. Uh, Cannon, that was a good one. Barnaby Jones, that was another good one. Uh, so anyway, uh, you, you can hit me up at Donnie Copeland on X and uh, join in the poll. But uh, thank you for joining. Thank you for being here. Tell somebody about the podcast. Thank you for all of you not only in the United States, but all over the world that listen to Red Pill Plus. And what we try to do here is uh, try, to, try to bring up subjects that are within the, uh, are on the, the right side of things, uh, pun intended, uh, but uh, to maybe bring things to light and have you think about things that perhaps you're not going to find uh, anywhere else. We don't do a lot of interviews, and that, a lot of that's because of lack of technology, to be quite honest. I, I'd like to do more interviews. I, I enjoy that tremendously. But uh, I also enjoy just communicating and, and visiting with you. So thanks again. I cannot tell you enough how thankful I am. Uh, you can find us also uh, at Bonfire. Uh, the bonfire.com you can find our store the red pill store a lot of t-shirts and stuff there uh, also i want to say a special thank you to our sponsors 
like Red River Auto, redriverauto.com, the most patriotic car dealership in America. Listen, if you're going to buy a car, don't buy it from Carvana or from one of these that you don't know really where they stand politically. Buy it for somebody like Red River Auto, redriverauto.com. Also, I was wearing my mypillow.com, my, my mypillow.com slippers the other night. Uh, it was a little cool, and so I, I put them on. Man, they are so comfortable. Uh, sleep every night on our MyPillow uh, Giza Dream Sheets, which are phenomenal, uh, and uh, that's phenomenal for most people. Um, so those are our sponsors. Also, uh, our newer sponsor, uh, PurposeMediaPublishing.com. If you know someone or you yourself are wanting to be published, uh, no better group. Uh, they are phenomenal at working with people, taking people who are really not even writers and helping them develop their writing skills or taking people who are great writers and uh, helping them develop. Speaking of writers, I tell you a guy that I believe in 2024 will really break out and you'll hear a lot about him is uh, Daniel R. Street. Daniel uh, is an attorney in Monroe, Louisiana that wrote uh, three or four volumes about Trump, the fake news. Now, when I first heard about him, I was like, yeah, everybody knows the the media lies on Trump. But this is different. This is stuff you probably, a lot of it you've never even heard of, the way it's chronicled, the way it's described, uh, the way uh, he lays it out. It is phenomenal. And uh, can't wait to read all four volumes. You can get them on audiobook. You can get them on ebook, or get a, a hardcover um, uh, as our, our soft cover as well. Uh, you can go to DanielRStreet.com. Also check out his Substack as well, uh, and that's at DanielRStreet at Substack.com. Uh, and and he's not a sponsor of the show. He's just a friend, and uh, he's been so good to come on with us. And uh, check out the episode where he talked about the uh, Jack Smith and the Supreme Court uh, uh, appeal or, or appealing to the Supreme Court by Jack Smith and his thoughts there. Just great thinker, great, just all around great, great guy, also LSU grad. So uh, there you go. Uh, but tonight we're going to be talking about there are no coincidences, and we're going to be talking about uh, John F. Kennedy Talking about Richard uh, Milhouse Nixon, Nixon, uh, also about Ronald Reagan, and then about Donald J. Trump. And we're living this right now with President Trump and the not prosecution but persecution of President Trump. So it is uh, fresh and new to each and every one of us. Uh, but let's start with John F. Kennedy, of course, uh, who was assassinated. Uh, and if you look at uh, President Kennedy, who was a Democrat, ironically, but he was very hated by the intelligence community because he started fairly early on uh, pointing out the uh, the really corruption within the government, uh, how the government, the, the administrative state, the deep state, particularly. Uh, the intelligence community and how they way overstep their boundaries. And he's really the first one in my lifetime, and even though he was, he was gone 
when I was only a couple years old, um, his his calling out the deep state, calling out the um, the intelligence community, uh, and and basically highlighting what President Trump and to his credit, Vivek Ramaswamy, president, uh, presidential candidate for the Republican nomination, has been pointing out repeatedly, is you have a bunch of unelected, and you did in the 60s as well under John F. Kennedy, you had a bunch of unelected, and you have presently, and it's gr only grown, a, a bunch, and when I say a bunch, a bunch of unelected bureaucrats who have no... Uh, who have no term limits and really have no uh, meaningful uh, governor on on their power uh, that that are running amok in the U.S. government, and uh, they they by far and large by de facto uh, run the U.S. government, and President Trump certainly experienced that. Uh, in his first term, and uh, President Trump is expecting that in his second term as well, that Joe Biden is illegitimately uh, posing as the president. Yeah, I went there, I said it, that I believe with everything within me that President Trump won in 2020, and Joe Biden is an illegitimate uh, president. I think that's uh, at least my estimation is crystal clear. Uh, and I think history will bear that out one day. Um, but let's look at John F. Kennedy. Let's look at the, uh, I, I think it starts with the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, the deep state, War Inc., as you and I may refer to it, wanted so bad for this Cuban Missile Crisis to escalate. Uh, and wanted so bad. You see, these these folks have always, always preferred war over peace. They're never happier than when there is a war going on. They're never happier than when your 18 to 21 year olds are being shipped off to a place that has no meaningful consequence for the United States of America. And so, uh, President Kennedy was a staunch. Uh, supporter and, and advocate for first putting America first and America first uh, as far as diplomacy and uh, running uh, foreign diplomacy through the filter of does this advance American interest or is this a policing of the world? And, and just to be quite honest, I'm 62 years of age and I have almost... Uh, and I say this very uh, apologetically, that I have fully embraced over the years the role of America as the world's policeman and not fully understanding the price that that has cost, not America, but has cost families, Americans. Uh, and, and not only has it while it has cost American families by them being in Mogadishu, them being in uh, us being in Afghanistan, Iraq, it has cost families untold heartache in the loss of their children. And at the same time, has 
padded the pockets of Northern Virginia, which is the most uh, prosperous county in uh, America. And that is by no accident because it is the death and destruction of the American family uh, fighting these wars over in foreign countries that has padded the pockets of those in Loudoun County uh, in Northern Virginia. And so, um, you know, and so now I, I think JFK uh, began this and I think his, uh, his, re his real focus with the Cuban Missile Crisis, I think, you know, when you are getting, I was reading something today about a, uh, a guy, it was on, it was on X, and, and kudos to him because he called out a broker. And I'm making a point here about the uh, War Inc. and about the, uh, the military industrial uh, complex. And he was talking about, but he was talking about brokers, real estate brokers, uh, trying to get him to do a deal that was really a bad deal for he and his partners. And just kept insisting, no, you got to do this deal. This deal is great for you. And uh, it's hard to imagine that someone would try to get you to buy something uh, that's going to cost you millions of dollars or at least hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they're really doing it to pad their pockets. It has nothing to do whether it's good for you or not. Well, I think that's exactly what this man was talking about with this uh, real estate broker. That's exactly what has happened with the deep state, with the intelligence community, with War, Inc., that is the military-industrial complex uh, has uh, promoted these wars. Oh, we got to go to Ukraine. We got to go to Vietnam. We got to go to Afghanistan. We got to go to Iraq and Iran. We got to go here. We got to go there. We got to get involved in this and that. We got to attack Chad. We got to attack this place, that place. And it's all it is is the ramping up, uh, putting your children and my children at risk while they pad their own pockets. And uh, I think it was through uh, in the Cuban Missile Crisis that JFK saw, hey, wait a minute, um, there is, um, you know, there's more to be gained by peace than there is by war. And, uh, and we are at our best when we are at peace. We're strong enough to stay at peace, not strong enough to go fight and defeat. And, uh, but... As I think Vivek Ramaswamy said, we're at our best when we are minding our own business in our own country and we are making America a solid place of safety, uh, our southern borders, and then attack from foreign enemies. We are in full alert and are fully armed and capable of defending ourselves, not around halfway around the world trying to fight a war while our kids are dying there and then our own homeland is not being properly uh, fortified. Uh, and then Kennedy goes on at the American University Peace Speech and talks about the significance of American peace. And I think this is what really alarmed the intelligence community. And then he began to sound the alarm uh, about um, the dangers of the Cold War and his views on it. Uh, and then his tensions with the Pentagon, Pentagon and CIA uh, during the crisis because what he saw was they were not advocating for the best, uh, what was best for America. They were advocating what was best for uh, the people that 
they work for. And then, uh, then we see, and you can go back and look at all of this, the national security establishment's reaction to Kennedy's policies. And then as a result of all this was the assassination of John F. Kennedy and, and all of its implications. Uh, and it, it, was, it was not then at first that we began to realize, wait a minute, there's a problem. Uh, then it goes to Richard M. Nixon. And you see Nixon and see a lot of times what is obscured by, uh, what gets obscured is the, uh, the criminality of, of the deep state, the criminality of the administrative state, the criminality of, uh, of the intelligence community. And it gets obscured by, you know, Nixon doing the same thing that every single person does. Uh, and that is spying their, on their counterparts. And you have Nixon spying on uh, his political opponents. It's the exact same thing that Obama did to Trump. The exact same thing. Is Obama uh, getting raked over the coals? No. Is Obama uh, being impeached? No. Is Obama being forced to, re- was he being forced to resign? No. Uh, what is his status? Oh, he's the savior of the world. No, he didn't cool the oceans as he promised, and the the tides are not uh, the tides are still rising. The waters may still be boiling, uh, all just totally insane hyperbole. Uh, but he certainly didn't get impeached. He certainly didn't even there was no mention of impeaching him, uh, despite Fast and Furious, despite. Uh, uh, actively uh, spying on a on a duly elected president, uh, actively engaging in all types of criminality. You know the difference in him and Richard M. Nixon. The difference in him and Richard M. Nixon it was that and he is that Richard M. Nixon uh, was advocating for America First policies. He was not a globalist. He was not going to Europe during campaigns and speaking as a citizen of the world. But he had the audacity to say, you know what, we need to take care of America. Uh, He had the audacity to say, you know what, we're going to hold China's uh, feet to the fire. Probably the first president uh, in modern history to do so, besides JFK, to a limited amount, uh, to say, hey, you know what, uh, we're, we're going to do what's best for America, not what's best for China. Well, that got that got the deep state all upset. You don't think every president has spied uh, during a campaign on other campaigns? Absolutely, they all have. They all do it. It's just like you know, it's like these college basketball coaches that get show calls and get you know suspended for a year or get banned from coaching, and everybody else is doing it. Oh, Coach K didn't do it. Sure he did. Bill Self didn't do it. Yes, he did. He got caught and still didn't get trouble. But what happened to Will Wade? He got uh, bounced. It's, it's all in who you know. It's not in what you do. It's in who you know, and it's who you are. If you're a Democrat, you're good, unless you're JFK and you stepped over the line and uh, you, didn't, you didn't play ball. And so... Uh, so we, we find the the concept of the deep state, and and you know that that was Nixon's big probably biggest downfall was he alerted 
the United States, the, the, the populace, to the fact that there was a deep state. Um, his documentation of the intelligence community's infiltration of his, of his administration. Uh, and then remember back, well, you may not remember this, but just do a little research, the more Radford affair and its impact on Nixon's presidency. Uh, Nixon's tumultuous relationship with the FBI and CIA. Uh, and so then Nixon's pushing back on the role of the intelligence community in shaping public policy. And it's like, oh, we can't have this. This guy's American first, America first. This guy is, you know, highlighting the deep state, the intelligence community's, you know, total and complete abuse. And then, then you got Ronald Reagan. So, so you have Kennedy who was assassinated. You got Nixon who was, um, was, was ran out of office. And, and uh, in fact, until Vivek Ramaswamy stands at the Nixon Library in Clemente, uh, California, and talks about the superb, and, and let's just be honest, Richard M. Nixon was probably the most, the best diplomatic uh, foreign affairs president in your and my lifetime. And until Vivek Ramaswamy brought that up, we would just think of him as just a, just a full-run hoodlum, dishonest, you know, uh, and, and all that by the help of the media, which is enabled and gets their marching orders from the deep state, from the intelligence community as well. That's well documented in Hollywood. Uh, and so then, then we've, we go to uh, President Ronald Reagan and the Reagan doctrine of, of America policies first. Now, let me say this, uh, Reagan's amnesty uh, was 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 horrible for America first. It was horrible for uh, what was best for this nation. Uh, but you look no further than CIA's, CIA's manipulation attempts against Secretary of State George Shultz. That was Reagan's uh, Secretary of State. I mean, they they just came on, just fully bullied him. Conflicts within the administration over supporting various anti-communist groups. Uh, when Reagan came out and said, you know what, we're, we're coming after the communists. Oh, Deep State didn't like that. Uh, they, didn't, they, they didn't like that whatsoever, CIA's role in shaping Reagan's, Reagan's policies in Africa. Uh, you know, the bureaucratic opposition to Reagan's handling of certain foreign policy, uh, certain foreign uh, policies, uh, foreign affair policies, sorry, uh, couldn't read my own notes here. Uh, and so you, you see this. And then what happens to Reagan? Kennedy gets killed. Uh, Nixon gets ran out of office. Reagan gets shot. Oh, and it's by a guy that's obsessed. So let me get this straight. We got a guy that's so obsessed with Jody Foster that he shoots a 75-year-old president to impress Jody Foster. Come on. Um uh, Look at the files on John Hinckley Jr. Look at the type of ammunition that he used. Look at a lot of surrounding, uh, the surrounding facts about John Hinckley Jr. Look at the fact that John Hinckley Jr. today is walking around a free man. Uh, which, I will give you this for those that are doubters in my conspiracy theories, 
um, that that he's still alive may be or was till fairly recently uh, may be your your strongest argument because usually the CIA and the deep state kills whoever they use. Uh, looking at you, Jack Ruby. Looking at you, Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, so, but but make no mistake about it. Other than his horrible amnesty uh, policies, uh, Reagan was certainly the Cold War, the end of the Cold War. Well, that was horrible for the deep state. That was horrible for War Inc. That was horrible for the intelligence community. They they made their bones. They lived off of uh, Russia bad. Look, go back and look that China has been our real enemy for 50 years, uh, if not longer. But who has been the poster boy for uh, uh, bad uh, number one enemy, Rocky? Uh, who's Rocky fighting? He's fighting a Russian. It's been the Ru- the Ru- Russians have been the dummy bad guy forever. While China is the one actually subverting and sending spies uh, in and having them work for congressmen and congressmen like Swalwell sleeping with Chinese spies. But go way back before the corruption and cronyism and the sleaziness of a Swalwell and go back before Diane Feinstein and before, uh, you know, all, all of the, you know, Mitch McConnell and his ties to, uh, to, to China uh, and, and go way back and look at, it's been China forever that's been uh, our enemy, not Russia. And the Cold War, and then so Reagan basically pulls the mask off of the Wizard of Oz and finds out, you know, Russia has been bankrupt. Russia has been a shell of itself for 75 years, or at least 60 years, uh, and the the deep state doesn't like that. Then you get to President Trump, Uh, President Trump's you know, campaign, the alleged collusion with Russia. Shocker, it wasn't China. It was Russia. The, F- the FBI surveillance of the Trump campaign. Uh, the FBI's surveillance of the Trump campaign. Did you, did you catch that? The FBI, the, the sitting president, Barack Obama. The role of the intelligence community in the Trump uh, presidency with, uh, what was his name? The... the Real feminine guy that was a total, uh, just a total hack for the deep state. Uh, uh, I it starts with a V, but I can't remember uh, the guy's name. He had a brother, uh, just as pitiful as him. Um, and so, all the leaks and all the backstabbing that has gone on in Trump's and Trump's administration, uh, the stealing of an election. Uh, and then Trump's calling out the the corruption in Ukraine, and then mocking the deep state by saying it's it's Russia, it's Russia, Russia. It was Trump and Russia trying to subvert an American election. It wasn't Russia subverting an American election. It was Democrats subverting an American election. It was 
the media subverting uh, a democratic election in America. Yeah, it was the Republican Party, the GOP. It was the DNC. So bottom line here is, you know, we have this, uh, as we reflect back on uh, Kennedy and we reflect back on Nixon, we reflect back on Reagan and we re- reflect back on Trump, it's not even close the attacks by the media, the attacks by the deep state, the attacks by the intelligence community that has been perpetrated on uh, Kennedy, Nixon, Reagan, and Trump, unparalleled. And I would say other than the death of JFK, uh, that it's Reagan, uh, Nixon, Reagan, uh, and um, Trump, probably Trump, uh, more so being maligned and attacked than Nixon and Reagan combined. And so I I think it becomes so crystal clear that there is a there is no coincidence coincidence when it comes to Kennedy, to Nixon, to Reagan, to Trump, and that these four uh, happen to call out the deep state, to call out the administrative state to call out War, Inc., and each of them paid a heavy, heavy price. And so today, you know, history, if we, if we don't, the old saying goes, if we don't learn from history, we're doomed to repeat it. And I think it, 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 we can just go back and begin to look at the policies of JFK, the policies of Richard Milhouse Nixon, the policies of Ronald Reagan, and certainly the policies of Donald Trump. And what you find is, is this, this globalist mindset, it didn't start uh, with the opposition of Donald Trump. It certainly didn't stop, start with the opposition of Ronald Reagan. If you'll notice, there was no, there was no proliferation of, of wrongdoing and, and our accusation of wrongdoing with H.W. Bush, with George W. Bush. Uh, oh yeah, they made a lot of noise about uh, about weapons of mass destruction, which was a lie. Uh, but that was because he was a Republican. But it never went anywhere. Why do you think that is? Why do you think the things that HW never really went anywhere? Why do you think Fast and Fierce never went anywhere with Obama? Why do you think all the stuff with Clinton, even being impeached and having sex with someone else? You know, someone else besides his wife in the White House, then lying to the FBI about FBI about it. Why that never resulted in his total and complete takedown, and he ends up serving uh, two terms. Why all these between Reagan and Trump, who had much worse problems and much worse corruption, caused thousands of lives. Why not them? Because they didn't attack the deep state. They didn't attack the administrative state. The thing that binds Kennedy, Nixon, Reagan, and Trump together is their opposition to war. They're uh, bringing notice that there's a problem with the intelligence, corrupt intelligence community, the deep state, especially the FBI and, and the rest of them. And the fact that we're better as a nation being strongly, being strong at home and minding our own affairs here instead of trying to be the police of the world. 
And the people that make a lot of money from doing, uh, from, from having war all over the world, despite it costing you your sons and daughters, they really don't like that. That's why we have, with John F. Kennedy, his death, and we have, with Richard Mil- Milhouse Nixon, uh, the at least plan of his assassination, uh, but running him out of office, the shooting of Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan, and the constant persecution for now seven straight years of Donald J. Trump. And the one thing that they all four had in common is their love for America and wanting to put America first. That's the bottom line. Hey, I'm so thankful that you joined us. I will be doing another podcast before the end of the year, so I'm not going to not going to sign off quite yet with uh, the you know last podcast of the year thing. But I do want to thank you just uh, so very much for supporting the Red Pill Plus podcast. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. And that is Red River Auto, redriverauto.com, mypillow.com. Don't forget to use that promo code RED. Also, purposemediapublishing.com. Thank you so much. Uh, for supporting us. Thank you for being there. Make sure you share uh, this with somebody else. Let them know about the show, and we'll talk to you next time. God bless. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Red Pill Plus Podcast. Sports Plus News done right. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. In the meantime, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at Red Pill Plus and check the website at docwashburn.com slash redpill.